Hello, Hello beautiful, beautiful people. people. Indeed, that is one of my biggest pleasure. Is always when I went to my own. So farm. I think it is important to first understand what a healthy relationship with food is for us to know what it is not. Not try. I can relate. I can relate. Yeah. Selfish. <laughs> so no. you could be your own farmer pretty soon. Who knows? <laughs> trust trust me when i tell you there will always be challenges there will always be risks seems like we have a lot in common <laughs> welcome to the let's talk agriculture podcast show and of course it's your favorite girl hey beautiful people welcome back to another episode of the let's talk agriculture podcast show the podcast that connects you with the happenings and opportunities in the agricultural sector. My name is Sharon Idahosa and I am your host. Today, we have an exciting topic to delve into and that is the emerging opportunities in agriculture, which revolves around renewable energy and agroforestry. In this episode, we will be discussing agroforestry and we have an expert here with us ready to share is knowledge in this field. Thank you so much for joining the show today. How are you doing? Hi, Sharon. Thanks for the invitation. I'm really well. And what about you? Yeah, I'm really, really, really well too. Thank you so much for asking. I mean, at least we got to learn more about ourselves at this point. So, I mean, this is a podcast. Nobody really asks that question often. So when I hear it, I'm really excited when someone asks me, Hey, Sharon, how are you doing? Uh, <laughs> okay. So thank you so much once again for joining the show today. I'm excited and we're ready to learn new and amazing things. And I hope that our audience will definitely benefit from this episode. Yes, yes, I hope so. I hope I have some nice and good and precise information for your listeners. I trust you will. I trust you will. So we already know that agroforestry combines trees, crops, and livestock in an integrated system, offering numerous environmental and economic benefits. And the whole idea of discussing this topic is to show farmers out there that there are ways for them to optimize their operations and make their work more sustainable. So I'm excited about this topic once again, and I hope that we get to learn so much about it. So before we get started, let's learn more about Renato here. I mean, I believe he has so much to say. But yeah, let's learn about you. What's your experience like in the agricultural sector? What, Why did you go into agroforestry? I mean, you could probably... Um, figure out something else correct so but really why did you go in this direction yes yes thanks for your your question so um uh, i'm a lawyer and i work promoting regenerative agriculture against climate change and how do i got here like how a lawyer is working with regenerative agriculture uh when i was younger um I tried to work with environmental law, but didn't work for myself because I was more helping the companies to use the law to use the most of what how they can from the environment and not to protect it, right? So for a lot of years, I decided to work in another area uh, with law, but then I met uh, Gabriel, that is my partner, uh, Gabriel Neto. He's the founder of uh, Agroforest Carbon. Uh, it's a startup that I'm a, a partner as well. 
and we work um, with uh, promoting agroforestry systems, uh, offsetting carbon emissions for companies and events uh, with small farmers that they um, uh, crop in agroforestry systems, promoting regenerative agriculture and family agriculture as well. So now I'm really happy uh, with what I'm doing. Uh, I really can help not only the environment, the whole planet, but the, the people that live in it, especially the ones that um, can be more damaged with the climate change. Oh, amazing. From being a lawyer to right back into the agricultural sector, maybe you had you had a passion for it before you even studied law. <laughs> so, yeah, and then yeah. you just found yourself. <laughs> exactly. Oh, amazing. That's really amazing. We see so many um, um, professionals that are in the agricultural sector, but of course, the, many of them did not really plan to study agriculture, but they found themselves here. And I mean, just look at you, you studied law, but right here, you're in, in the agricultural sector. And I think that's really amazing. We're happy to have you. I mean, we're, we're happy to have you. <laughs> we need more people in the agricultural sector. So when we see them, we grab them. <laughs> thank you thank you so much Sharon. like 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 how you said um i never imagined myself here but one thing that i always knew for, for myself being specifically uh is that i always wanted to help uh people but now days with agroforestry carbon we have a, a tool that is very um that can cause a lot of impact in a lot of not only the people but the whole planet as uh, as working together with a lot of communities um, and the small farmers that are doing a beautiful service for the planet of setting carbon emissions and the biodiversity from agroforestry systems with better food as well. So I'm really happy uh, with what I'm doing right now. I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, the agricultural sector opens um, so much opportunities for everyone. I mean, whoever decides to want to, you know, get into the sector. So there are diverse opportunities for any anyone that decides to get right into the sector so i'm really excited that you you took a different part to want to contribute and support our farmers we're working um diligently to transform the agricultural sector so once again thank you so much for contributing to the sector oh thank you thank thanks a lot sure so from your experience so far working in this space how can you really say um, agroforestry can be integrated into existing agriculture systems? I mean, what are the considerations for farmers who are looking to, you know, transition into agroforestry? Yes, yes, that's a really good question. Um, what, what I see from, from when we try to promote this with the ones that are not uh, already started doing uh, regenerative agriculture, I always say that it's better to start in a small piece of land to have like the training and to learn the methods and the process. And then you start in a small area. Then you see how you go. You can even um, think in which species are better for you to, to, to harvest there and even to sell. You have always to think about um, how you're going to sell what you produce there. This is an important thing always to have on your mind when you start an agroforestry system. Uh, but the, the technique in agroforestry system uh, that you know, that have a lot of biodiversity, a lot of species, but uh, I think that not as much species 
uh, are that good. So if you choose uh, 30 species on, on one hectare, an area of one hectare, then it will be in too much, in my opinion. So if uh, this small farmer prefers to start with, let's say, five, six, or seven species, then it would be better even to sell, even to make um, it possible to with the, the area that you have there. So what I always strongly recommend is that you start um, with a small number amount of biodiversity of species, and then you start in a small area. Then you can uh, go to another areas, and even when you start another area with an agroforestry system, I would put not as much as I would say not like 20 species, but always thinking about this number of uh, long tree cycle species, the long tree, uh, long cycle tree species. Uh, I would think from like four to six, seven species in that area. Um, so the transition from uh, a normal agriculture system can start uh, just uh, implementing a single species on that area, like adding other species that uh, can be cultivated in harmony with uh, the monoculture uh, that you have in the area. Um, and this uh, planting single species that degrade the soil uh, can remove the same nutrients from the soil on a large scale as well into um, a consortium that brings uh, greater diversity of nutrients and organic matter and more life for the soil. Um, another thing that is really good to implement that the less use of pesticides um, because when you have this um, biodiversity in your area, you can the the the, the all species that are there, uh, they will contribute to not having uh, like insects that will damage the plants, and one tree will put like uh, nutrients in the soil, the other one will get these nutrients, so this is will make like the food better. Um, and one other thing that is really good to 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 learn how to do uh, is to use uh, biofertilizant as well. So you have your normal harvest mode, let's say, and then you start to to uh, get the the, the what uh, left from the harvest, and then you use to make like biofertilizants, and then you make you being more sustainable and using this on your own crop and stop using um, pesticides or, or other kinds of fertilizer. I see. That's actually detailed and um, straight on point for farmers who are looking to transition to agroforestry. And I'm sure that this really helped them pretty much um, well. So I believe that there, there should be some sort of... Um, government policies or incentives, I mean, that can support the adoption of agroforestry practices. So maybe you know about some sort of um, governmental policies or just maybe share your thoughts. What are the um, policies that can be favorable? You know, what are your thoughts around this? Because I feel that there should be some sort of enabling environment for those that are trying to transition into a new uh, 
Let me put it this way, because to them it may be new, so there should be some sort of uh, enabling environment that can help them try giving them maybe reduced taxes or incentives or, I mean, something. So I don't know if that's something that, that is already in place. Yes, that's another really good question. Uh, I totally agree with you, but uh, it's a bit sad what I'm going to say right now because uh, here in Brazil, where we work, uh, there's no still there's still no uh, specific uh, government incentives for agroforestry systems for regenerative agriculture, right? So there are financial incentives for agriculture in general. For even for family agriculture, but what for doesn't matter if you use agroforestry or monoculture, and that's sad. Um, there's payments for forest conservation, right, for environmental services, but there's no straight uh, incentive um, in, uh, for uh, agroforestry systems, and I found it really sad. <laughs> we are all waiting to this to appear. Uh, there's a few uh, public policies that encourage the adoption of agroforest systems. Uh, in the state of São Paulo, there's one from uh, Embrapa that is, um, I'll translate something like the agroecology team of Embrapa. Uh, and they are collaborating in the execution of a public policy that aims to encourage family farmers in the state of São Paulo uh, to adopt agroforestry systems as a, as a sustainable product activity. But even though to encourage is one thing, and to really make it viable to finance and to have incentives, uh, sadly to say, but uh, they are not doing this at the moment. Oh, that's sad. So that, that means um, this could be like a challenge for these farmers that are trying to transition to to agroforestry, if these things are, are not already there, because I mean, they will be definitely facing some challenges because this is new to them. So they may actually start facing challenges. And um, I really hope that something can be done about it. Maybe some sort of um, uh, awareness um, just to... Um, maybe government um, advocacy lobbying or something just to see how to get um, some favorable responses from the government in that region or something. But I don't know. So I'm just <laughs> hoping that can count as well. Yes, yes. I think it's on, let's say, it's on their radar to make it happen, but it's not happening right now. Happening right now. So I think soon we'll have more um, incentives and government policies to... Um, to uh, improve and promote the uh, agroforestry system. Okay, then I guess we have to keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best, I believe. <laughs> yes. So since we are actually discussing agroforestry as an emerging opportunity, just like the topic suggests, so there should be some sort of um, economic advantage and income opportunities. So since you've been working in this space for quite some time now, and your company does similar stuff, so what can you share in this regard? What are the income opportunities, economic benefits for those that are, of course, moving in this direction? 
Yes, this is a really good question. And this one I, I can talk more happily <laughs> about it. Uh, so uh, one thing that uh, it's really good in economic advantage and income opportunity in agroforestry system is the biodiversity uh, that you have in your land. So in the same area, uh, it's possible to harvest in different months of the year, different species. So you are not uh, depending only on one crop of your area, like is normal in monoculture. And if something happens with the, if the price goes low or something happens, you're going to lose a lot of money or even the whole thing that you crop for the whole year. So uh, throughout the year, there is production and the farmers is not uh, hosted to just a single harvest, uh, it, 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 which represents a, a high risk. Um, if any species doesn't have a good production that year, he counts on others to balance uh, the total production. Um, agribusiness companies usually invest a lot of capital in soil correction and recovery of degraded areas resulting from monoculture. It's th this part is one thing that we work uh, in our company, uh, in Agroforest Carbon, uh, that we manage to finance and make uh, agroforestry systems economically viable by offsetting carbon emissions um, for companies and events and by planting trees in agroforestry systems of small farmers in the whole Brazil. So that's a really good incentive being from the private sector. Um, you have the, the, the high uh, value of the agroforestry foods that are produced. So the sale of agroforestry foods uh, has added value because it's not only a more sustainable production, uh, but also with greater, uh, greater uh, nutritional richness uh, with a greater presence of antioxidants in fruit, for example, uh, there's a lot of nutrients. Uh, more, let's say, in a, a normal plant, there's, let's say, uh, about six, seven times more nutrients than a, a normal crop, a monoculture. Uh, these are some economic advantages I, uh, I could remember right now. And I, I know a few places here in Brazil that are very, um, there's a lot of economic advantages um, in the, the kind of process. And one of them that I, I told in the beginning is about not putting a lot of species on the same area. But if you think in four to seven species in that area, it's more manageable, more easier. Uh, You're going to sell it more easier, even for a local market or for a big company. Um, Okay, thank you so much for sharing that. I really hope that you can share um some resource materials to help farmers that are looking to um explore the agroforestry so we could um help them to learn more about it and not just the podcast, so maybe it could be um research materials, it could be blogs, it could be um reading articles or something. So maybe you have something to share to help the farmers uh, to learn more about agroforestry. Yes, yes. I have um, a 
few materials. Most of them are in Portuguese, but I'm, I'm going to try to find some materials in English and share with you guys. But most uh, important, uh, I would recommend two guys, two persons that are referenced uh, in agroforestry systems in the whole world. One is uh, Ernest Goetsch. We consider him uh, being the, the father of agroforestry systems. Um, his method and process are very uh, connected to the environment and demands a bit more uh, money to start, but when after you start, it's uh, economically very uh, viable. And the other one is Namaste Messer Smith. Uh, he's from Brazil and he's a really uh, teacher of agroforestry systems. He uh, do a lot of courses here in Brazil and even abroad as well. Ernest Goetsch the same. He does courses here in Brazil and abroad as well. So these two persons are like uh, godfathers uh, from agroforestry systems, in my opinion. In Brazil, you have two good, uh, really good universities, like um, Exalc from Universidade de São Paulo, that has some uh, really nice course in the area. Another one is uh, UFLA, that is the Federal University from Lavra, um, here in Brazil, that um, they have really good course in this area. But I'm, I will share with you some uh, nice material uh, that you can uh, share with your listeners as well, in English, okay? Okay, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that would be we can even feature it as um as um a guest a guest article so we could have it just um ready and available on our website so they can always listen to the podcast and still read up the article and get something beneficial out of it. Oh, that's nice. Yes, I will share this so when they finish to listen the the podcast, they can go there and read the article and learn more about agroforestry systems. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. So, guys, that's all for today. Thank you for joining me on the Let's Talk Agriculture podcast. So, please subscribe to our podcast for more episodes and also subscribe to our YouTube channel because we will be sharing videos um, to help your brand to gain visibility and so much more. Remember that we are a public relations firm. So, follow us and... Um, Get awesome videos from us as well. Thank you so much, guys. And thank you so much, Renato, for joining the show today. I really hope we can do this often. Um, yes, to share more about what you're doing as your work progresses in this field. Yes, Karen. Thank you a lot for the invitation. Maybe next time uh, we can even talk about more what we're doing here in Brazil. It's a really beautiful journey we're doing here. A really beautiful job. Uh, thanks for the listeners, and I hope you get in love with agroforestry systems as I did, and hope you join and promote this as well. And I invite you guys to come and build the agroforestry future together. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Do have a lovely time. See you guys until the second week or the third week of September. Have a lovely time. Bye bye.